Same. Testing, we going. Okay, cool. <clears throat> All right. And Welcome, everybody, to a very special GDN-driven episode of Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. I, of course, am your host, Chris Brady-Denton, sitting down here with Colin Brady, my cousin and West co-host, uh, <laughs> Acolyte. How you doing? Uh, I am doing real well, Chris. Yeah. Uh, stoked now, to be sitting here. Yeah. Not quite across the table from you. That's right. I was going to say, don't panic. We're not actually in the same room now mm-hmm. all of a sudden mm-hmm. after all these times of not being in the same room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still down here in L.A. Colin, you're up there in Seattle. How are things? Any? We, we spoke just a couple of days ago, but anything cracking in your life? <laughs> uh, you know, as, as shocking as it may sound, nothing has happened in those two or three days. Uh, I was going to say, you can say no. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Anything drastically interesting? I got a, I believe it's called the Pew Buster 3000, and Wait, it's what? a new hair, it's a hair clipper, and it's it's not really called the Pew Buster, but it's fun <laughs> to say that it's the Pew Buster 3000. I was really hoping it was. I finally, I've been so hair, I finally did trim my quarantine mustache. Oh so. no, that makes me sad to hear. It's still there. I just okay. had to. It was getting unruly. It, when you're starting to eat hair off your top top of your lip, that's, that's oh yeah. No, I get that. Do you ever get those things in the corner of your lips too? Like it's almost like a cold sore esque thing when, when your when your mustache what? gets long. It, oh, I, I don't know about that. No? It just, oh it just, God. Okay. Never mind. You didn't hear anything. Listeners. That sounds disgusting. Man. <laughs> I don't know. Horrible. Must see a doctor about that. It's horrible. Yeah. It's just like irritate, new... like the, the whiskers irritate my, my lips, I think. I don't know what it is. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. I've had stuff like that. Oh, but no, okay, that yeah. might be a symptom of coronavirus, so you should oh, probably go dear doctor. Lord, okay. Anyway, <laughs> are we allowed to make jokes here, about that yet? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's not even like too soon. It is currently happening. Yeah. So I think yeah. it, during the middle of it, you can make a joke. <clears throat> Basically, Colin, the reason we're here, we only spoke a few days ago, mm-hmm. uh, and we really, we had a Green Day Cinema Masters, and we really tore into Billy Joe's starring lead role in yeah. the film Ordinary World. I feel guilty, but then I, I remember the movie, and I don't feel so guilty. That's right. You yeah. you can only watch the film and and feel positive about it maybe once or twice the entire hour and a half. Yeah. Brief moments. It's yeah. not a good a good watch uh so basically i now i've started i've edited it i'm about to put it out and i'm kind of worried like oh we're we're coming off really harsh here uh i I don't want to be mean to billy joe and and then a little news story happened just now uh a little interview with billy and i think maybe it'll kind of help uh make more bulletproof our analysis of ordinary world (laughs) True. We'll yeah. get to that, and we'll get to that in a second. Basically, kind of a cool thing. Billy Joe was on James Corden last night. Mm-hmm. Everyone's from home. It seems they're just sort of video chatting. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a very pleasant little interview, and and Billy was I will say is a little more present. I felt like in this interview than he has been in the recent. Me too. Past. I like I liked him. I thought he was funny and and genuine and cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not a huge Corden fan either, but I enjoy. Yeah, I thought it was a great. It was yeah. a good time for all. Yeah, it was. I'll start off with. The, I guess this is our GDN. This is the whole episode. Just a little GDN. Hey, 
nothing to freak out about. Mm-hmm. But just a little tidbit. Uh, the first piece of news, the first little tidbit, a little nibble, shocked me, Colin, mm-hmm. and it was that Billy was saying to James, or I guess James was asking Billy how it felt that Oh Yeah went to number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went, what? Yeah. And asking Billy, like, if he felt like, uh, what was it, the same after all these number one singles. Like, did, did it ever get old, basically, over the years? Which I thought was an interesting question, yeah. Yeah, well, I was like, pardon? <laughs> because my big shock, Colin, was that I didn't think, uh, oh, yeah, reached number one. I didn't think it really was Wait, really? Big. I thought, didn't we already, did we not already say that? Shit, maybe, maybe, maybe we did, and I didn't know. It was news to me. I can't remember. I'll be. Okay. I should have. I should have been checking on stuff like this. I should have been on top of it. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah. Maybe I dropped the ball because I wasn't like super stoked on Oh Yeah at the time or whatever <laughs> happened. It reached number one. Wow. And uh, th- yeah, I, I, I thought it was interesting because I I'm thought surprised. that was maybe a. Uh, they should have chosen a different single. Yeah, to be I thought the Meet Me on the Roof should have or... been should have been the lead or at least second second single. Um, I'm with you, dude. I was like, if if there's a song deserving of going to number one, it should have been Meet Me on the Roof. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm I'm guess I'm glad to hear that. Wait, is this the the Billboard whatchamacallit, or is this modern rock, or do you know what it is? This, yeah, exactly. So I've got the info here. It I I had to look up to confirm this craziness, and as it turns out. It was number one on the Billboard Alternative Songs chart. Okay, okay. And uh, Oh Yeah was kind of a crowning achievement for them because they now hold the record of longest span of songs that have made it to the top of the alternative charts. Wow, So nice. And, and it started back in 94 with <sighs> Dookie, mm-hmm. and it went all the way up until 2020 this year. Damn. Uh, they oh. beat the previous record was held by Red Hot Chili Peppers, and they okay. beat them. Wow, that's impressive. Although next time Chili yeah. Peppers come out with another single, wouldn't they maybe reclaim their their throne? It's possible. It's so possible. I guess now it'll it will be year Uh-oh. on year off. Holding, yeah, yeah. This got to motivate both bands to keep hitting it hard. I'm down uh, with both. I'm down with both. Especially for Shiante. I don't know. If, did did we talk about that yet? Oh, I guess it's unreal. No, I mean, it's, but, yeah, that's a different podcast, but sure. Yeah, this is, uh, uh, what, what should we call it? Californication. Yeah. The, uh, totally awesome Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. <laughs> totally rad Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Oh, and yeah, Frushante yes. joined again. Yeah, which I'm hyped about. I feel bad for Josh Klinghoffer. Yeah, I do too. But let's be real, like, Frushante is freaking mad genius with when it comes to guitar lines. yeah he's great him and, and him like, and flea he, he's he wrote most of their top hits right him and flea have like a chemistry that mm-hmm. can't be denied yeah true but i feel bad for the kid what do you want of me to course, say the kid, he's a good kid <laughs> josh clingy he's a good kid he's a good boy didn't deserve this but what can you do <laughs> Uh, back to redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. If I could, mm-hmm. uh, the, the songs here, Colin, are very interesting. It was cool seeing this list of the number ones through the decades. Yeah, I'm curious. And I'll just run through that real okay, fast. Yeah, it's interesting. I didn't know all these reached number one. Uh, the first was Longview. Okay, right? hell yeah. Basket Case, of, of course. course. When I come around, mm-hmm. J A R, which we've yet to talk about, but that's. One of my favorite Green Day songs. I'm shocked that that hit number one. Okay. Me too. I mean, it's a a good song, but I did not think it was popular in the least. Yeah. I mean, 
enough to reach it on the charts, baby. Hell yeah. And we had Minority, mm-hmm. American Idiot, mm-hmm. Boulevard of Broken Dreams, mm-hmm. Holiday. So like all those American Idiot singles. Hell yeah. Went number one. Of course. for Jesus. Uh, oh, that's weird, but whatever. Know Your Enemy, Bang Bang, okay. Still Breathing, mm. and then now, Oh Yeah. Okay. Okay. I respect that. It is impressive, man. Yeah. Some of the later it, ones, the more recent ones, I'm I'm surprised by which singles hit the number one and other singles didn't, you know? Um, it is interesting. I, I think Still Breathing's very deserving. It's a, it's a good song. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm trying to remember, like, what else off 21st and Revolution Radio. Uh, like, I'd be surprised 21 Guns didn't do it. Yeah, what the hell? That doesn't make any sense. Was it even not classified on alternative or something it was classified I mean, i'm in. sure it was they're, they're all on the same chart yeah so i huh. did maybe the know your enemy it's usually the debut single charts higher because of the anticipation yeah yeah but whatever i thought that was interesting so yeah, oh yeah they're they're this to them is still a win so cool Score. you know I'm, I'm glad that at least they're charting hopefully they're feeling good about themselves <laughs> a little pat on the back for bj and the gays mm-hmm Despite the the horrible beginnings of of parts of that track, right? That's right. Despite the Gary Glitter sample, which there we go, yeah, don't like. Uh, Now moving on with the GDN here, based on this interview, Colin, I'm afraid I caught myself making a little mistake the past two weeks, and I need to hold myself accountable. I feel like crap about it. Oh boy, I'm feeling like a big old stupid boy. Last episode, which is just coming out now on our Ordinary World episode, talking about the film. Yeah, yeah. I called Billy Joe's cover series that he's been releasing, I called them Manic Mondays instead of No Fun Mondays. Oh, did you? I didn't even catch that. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Well, I'm a fucking idiot for not catching you being a fucking idiot. Okay. And and two (laughs) idiots are we. Uh, I think he covered Manic Monday. So that might have been my confusion on the mm. No Fun Mondays, I, I believe. So that's a part of that. But the bigger one, the one that I'm really embarrassed by, that was uh, from our episode two weeks ago. I said that I think we're alone now, which Billy covered for, once again, his not Manic Mondays, but No Fun Monday cover series, was by the Talking Heads. And it's by Tommy James and the Shondells, and then was later covered by 80s pop songstress Tiffany. Hmm. And there's a great documentary about a uh, stalker of hers called I Think We're Alone Now. I'm uh, an idiot, oh. and I, I'm, I I outed myself as a hack and as a nobody and a know-nothing. And that's okay. I just wanted, I'll fess up. I'm sorry. Okay? At least you'll admit it, you know? Yeah. Talking that. Heads are a very cool band that everyone's like likes to think they know. I'll admit it. I'm not a huge Talking Heads guy. But... I think what happened is I got it confused with the Talking Heads song, uh, This Must Be the Place. Hmm. Okay. You know that song? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know that one either, no. That's like one of their that's like their biggest hit. And uh, This Must <clears throat> Be the Place uh, and and I think we're alone now. Somehow I got scrambled in my I wanna apologize again for I'm a hack. I don't know stuff about music. I do run a Green Day podcast, so that would probably account for the taste there. What do you expect from people? <laughs> they expect too much, Colin. They expect me to they know do. the talking heads and all of Green Day. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. I'm not, There's a limit. I'm not well-rounded like that. No. No, no. There is a limit. 
Of course, this leads us to go talk about uh, the reason why I was reminded of this fact is Green Day, uh, not Green Day, pardon me, Billy Joe Armstrong played his cover of I Think We're Alone Now with who? With his kids, his two sons, um, Joey and uh, fuck, whatever is the other guy's name. It was Jacob, Jacob and Joey. Jacob, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Jacob and Joey, yeah. Um, they were actually really quite good. Um, I don't remember which one played which, but they played drums and bass. Do you know which ones is which? I I, I, I don't know either. They, they're both long-haired boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't they tell. They look like exactly what you would think they would look like. Um, I mean, they probably look a lot like how Billy looked when he was closer to their age, when he had the longer hair right. and everything. So that's that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's cute. But they sounded awesome, and the cover was great. They really did. Yeah. Uh, Billy's voice sounded fantastic. I know, I was really, and he seemed like, again, he just seemed so into it compared to how I've seen him recently. He just seemed like genuinely about it. Yeah, he uh, did. Which is nice. I mean, playing with his boy, like, he, that must be like a prideful, awesome moment, mm-hmm. like on James Corden. It was awesome. I know, it was great. And then, and it was cool too to see his like messy shelves behind him and his, his like little home studio set up <laughs> and like how it's kind of yeah. cluttered, but like very endearingly so. I'm, I'm certainly a clutter person, so I was like, oh, Billy. <laughs> We, we share this. Uh, you're just you're just good with your club. Oh, how sweet! Uh, yeah. And um, <laughs> Colin, this kind of brings us to the final beat about this mm-hmm. great interview and uh, song that he did on Corden. Was be would be how it ties into my thoughts on ordinary world. Our thoughts, if I may, on ordinary world. Right. Right. We I, yeah. really took the piss out of Billy for his acting in that movie, didn't we? It was pretty bad. Although I think we we you know mediated a little bit, like what you were saying about line to line not being so bad. I think that's yeah, true. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, overall story arc wise, it was pretty shit for sure. No Academy Awards going anywhere around this thing, and to say the least, no. maybe even a few Razzies, you know, <laughs> could be a, considered at least nominated. But Billy in this interview mm-hmm. with uh, Jamie Corden was talking about he, he was asked uh if he liked doing american idiot the musical and if he'd ever consider doing acting again or acting in any other projects and billy answered i think mm-hmm. i'm a pretty decent b movie actor do you hear that folks from the horse's <laughs> mouth and i think that uh, answer has to stem from ordinary world of course he knows his experience yeah and it's good to be self-aware. Yeah. And B-movie is still, yeah. But also, let's be real, B-movie is still a, a bit higher than I would classify. Oh, my God. Movie, <laughs> you know. See, we're st- we can't help ourselves. We're thirsty for blood. No, no, but come on. Come on. That's truly not a B-movie. That's like a C or D movie. Well, here's you know? what I'll say, my good friend and my, my d- dear sweet cousin, mm. is Tiffany who did the, her, her top hit song, this 80s pop songstress, was the cover of I Think We're Alone Now. Mm-hmm. She right. has starred in a film, a B film, that you know you were mentioning last episode about how people go through phases of liking really bad movies, and it's kind of like fun. Yeah. In a high school, me and my friends watched this movie called Mega Piranha, starring... Star like one of those sci-fi originals, and this was like before they were cool. This was like when they were very genuine. <laughs> we did too. <laughs> a sci-fi original called Mega Piranha, starring an yeah. aged '80s pop songstress Tiffany. So she was the star of this movie, 
and and its sequel, Megaprana Two. And I did not realize that that's at all. a B movie. Like the, what we enjoyed, the bad effects, how it was very low budget, but trying to be very ambitious and reaching, and trying to look like a legitimate monster action flick, but kind of unintentionally failing, and that's what's so funny. That's mm-hmm. a proper B movie. Thank you, Tiffany. I I don't know. That still seems like much lower than a B movie to me, but perhaps my classifications are wrong. What would you describe as like a C or D movie then? Out of curiosity. Uh, Ordinary World. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. Not that. I, I, I mean, it is it is a B movie, but it's probably more of a C movie because it's not striving to be anything more or greater. It's just kind of bland and there's no stakes. Like that, that's what I think was so bad about it and disappointing was like it, it just said and did nothing. Yeah, that's true. And I, I think the charming parts of B movies is how much they're trying to accomplish on such a meager budget. And oh, okay. what's funny is you can see it. And that's yeah, not an official yeah. definition. That's just kind of like I think the spirit of a B movie. No, but I, I appreciate I yeah, I appreciate that that vibe that you're you're describing there. Because it's so true. Yeah, this movie had absolutely no point to it. Like it was like making a movie for the sake of making a movie. Yeah. But, and it's like what you walk away with nothing. Yeah. And uh, anyways, but so, so there it is from Billy's mouth. I think I would be, I think I am a pretty decent B movie actor. And then he went on to joke with, uh, Jamerson Cordian about (laughs) like Jamie Cordy asked, Hey, would you be interested in being like on a soap opera? And Billy was like, Oh yeah, I could be like on the young and the restless. I think I could do like, I could do well in a soap opera setting. (laughs) <laughs> and and he was like oh and, well they taped yeah. downstairs back in our studio like we, we'll get you on one and he's like i'm dead serious let's do it <laughs> so expect to see billy on your favorite soap opera soon well not yeah. so soon but eventually not whenever we get back in studio yeah yeah that would be really fun i'd legitimately love that i think that'd be super hilarious yeah i'm excited the most as i say at the end of the day the most punk thing you can do is mm-hmm. act in a soap opera mm True. Well, well, no, 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 no. don't, don't say anything else. That's it. That's, that's it. We're sticking to uh, it. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's the story. Um, and then I just remembered too, though. He also talked about what Mike and Trey were up to. Um, oh yeah. 14. And I, I thought this was just sort of funny. He was saying that, I mean, Trey is just chilling with his wife and kid, like some boring ass dad, which is the last thing you'd expect from Trey. But, um, but Mike is a farming, apparently. It sounds like he's, <laughs> he's pretty self-sufficient, which I thought that was kind of interesting. <clears throat> yeah, he's like, Mike's pretty much become a farmer. <laughs> he's, like, he's like organizing record collection, but he's also yeah. growing his own produce. He's growing his own food. It's I so love that cool. for Mike. I know. I am not surprised, but I'm also just so happy for him. Anyway, like if, uh, Picturing all the guys of Green Day, like place Mike in like some overalls. And a pitchfork and a straw hat, some straw coming right. out of his mouth. Yeah, perfect. It's it's just was meant to be. That's what he was he was supposed to do. I know. That's I mean I, I, that's all I've got, man. That's that's how our boys are holding up in quarantine, mm-hmm. and you know playing music with his boys, doing great covers, and ordinary world. The film sucks. Well, we've already told you that. Yeah, please enjoy mm-hmm. that episode. Please uh, be kind on us. It's I was I think I told you before uh, we recorded yesterday 
or a few days ago, Colin, that like even on the fan pages, the biggest Green Day fans are go like, oh, Ordinary World's up on Netflix. Oh yeah, cool. It's not very good. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Ordinary World. Yeah, that film kind of sucks. I love Green Day. Like even the <laughs> biggest Billy Joe heads, the biggest people just mm-hmm. eat every single track Green Day release up, and it's the, the you know God's gift to to music. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Ordinary World. Nah, not very great. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that it doesn't affect their overall opinion, though. You know, same thing with yeah, us. Yeah, like, Yeah, Ordinary World but, is trash, but at the same time, Green Day is the best band of all time. So there's that. Yeah, God's favorite band, right there. I and guess so it I, evens I don't out. think yeah. we're. I don't think we're out of line. Yeah, that's all no. I want to say. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> well, enjoy that, folks, and thanks for tuning in for a quick little news update on our favorite yep. boys and Black and Red. This, of course, has been a little Flash episode of Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. Uh, You can follow us on Podomatic.com. You can do uh, the Twitter, which is Colin. Mm -hmm. Green Day pod or Redundant Colin Green Day pod. uh, Totally original Green Day podcast. Nailed it! Or at Green Day podcast, of course. And Mm -hmm. write us redundantgreendaypod at gmail.com. And, you know, that's, that's all we got today. Thanks for listening. Colin, do you have any parting words? Uh, shit, no. I need more, t- more time to prepare. What about you? Nope, that sounds good. Let's end it on that. All right, cool. everybody, remember on Redundant. Remember to keep it on Redundant, <laughs> the totally original Green Day podcast. See you later. Peace.